fresh off of the Super Bowl. Welcome to the By the Dip podcast. We'll be keeping a bean. Try to make a little bit of green. I'm Big Van Vince, 49ers fan and Super Bowl loser. Um, always with me, my boy, Sherv. How's it going? Big Van, uh, my condolences. That was it was a crazy game. It was definitely a tale of two halves. Um, but I appreciate you even getting on the pod after after a night like that. I, I'm sure you have a lot to, to dive into. So do I as just a general football fan. You have the Niners insight. Um, sh- should we just get into it? Yeah, I, I say I say let's 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 go. I mean, like just to kind of recap the game. Um, it, it it was such a choppy momentum game. Defense, like shouts out to defense and Steve Wilkes. Like anybody who's talked to me during this season knows that I've been on Steve Wilkes' neck. I've also been on this defense's neck, but they they showed up, and I know that like there's people who are gonna be like, how the fuck can you say that? when they completely folded on the last two drives of the game. But, like, our offense was losing momentum that our defense was giving us. Like, I mean, forced fumble recovery, interception, multiple punts. Like, I think we had a few – there's three and outs. Um, Like, Nick Bosa, the run lane integrity was there. Hargrave with with a massive, massive stuff on, like, a third and one. Uh, Chase Young, he was sandbagging it in uh, the Detroit game, but nah, he he showed up. He showed up. He showed out like the Super Bowl, like the defense came to play. Um, Greenlaw, as soon as I saw the the replay, I was like, nah, it's his Achilles. He's done. I saw it like roll up his leg. And um, what a freak accident! It's awful. And like that from the thing is too is like shout out to the defense because even after he was out, like. They they started to be able to get Kelsey going because like Greenlaw, he's strong enough, fast enough, and like savvy enough to where he can kind of in this version of Travis Kelsey, like he can like hold him back. He can stop him from getting a three yard catch and turning it into seven. That three yard catch is a three yard catch, and like we didn't have that anymore. But like we still played well even after he was out. Um. Yeah, uh, I thought we got away from running the ball in the third quarter, which was unfortunate. We we went back to it in the fourth, and we, we started to get some momentum there. And, um, you know, I think special teams is is a part of football. Like, I think that a lot of times we don't, we don't think about special teams when we're talking about, like, oh, this team is really good, or this is this team's strength, this is this team's weakness. And, like, our special teams – I mean, with the the punt kind of grazing the guy, and then McDonald not being able, or uh, McLeod not being able to like get the ball, short field advantage for Kansas City. That that's awful. And then um, the missed extra point. I mean, that missed extra point. It's twenty to nineteen. You know, and, and, and they have to go for a touchdown, too. And I think that might change a little bit about how the defense is called, how aggressive we're playing. A, a lot changes 20 Massive. to 16 than 19 to 16. Like, it, it's a totally different game. That, like, that missed extra point was such a kick in the dick. Like, 
going from like that touchdown where I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Juwan Jennings is going to be Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> what a game he had. Oh, such a game. Like, like that's the thing. Hey, shout out to the backup receivers because like our stars were getting like locked up. You know, Kansas City secondary, no joke. They were they were locking us up. But them boys had some very clutch plays, clutch catches, and in Juwan Jennings' like case, clutch throw. It's it's unfortunate that we dominate a whole game. The wheels fall off the final two minutes of the fourth, and then we 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 don't get it done in OT, and that's that's how we lose the Super Bowl. It, it's um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like yeah. the thing is, is it's it's a loss, so it sucks. I can't say that like if we got blown out, it would have felt better. I can't say that if it like ended on the last drive, I would feel better. I mean, like it it was awful. Like seeing the touchdown well, happen, I was like, you know, God. Big Van. Like I really want to un- unwrap this and like what happened because it, you know, it's another Chiefs Super Bowl where they just barely won. And when we look back on Mahomes' legacy, I know we'll touch on that later. We're not going to look back and say he barely won these games. It's just that he's a winner. He won the Super Bowl. But I can't help but feel like the Niners just had this the entire game. I mean, CMC fumbled early when, you know, we all thought he was going to score on that drive, which, I mean, obviously when you look back at it, that was, you know, that could have made a big difference. But I thought they recovered well from that. They played a really, really good first half. Um, I believe they were up 10 to three, I think in the first half, but it really did feel like the Niners had the control, but man, I don't know what happened in that second half. It, like I said, tail of two halves and I was waiting for, sh- you know, Shanahan to maybe have like a bad play calling moment. He went forward on fourth down that one time and they converted it and it was, it was massive toward the end of the game, but yeah, that, that was, that was crazy. Right. And, but, but here's the big thing I noticed that I, I want to give it to you. Like, you have Christian McCaffrey, the best running back in the world, especially this year. But I'm going to just say this year, next year, last year, he's the best. For, and, and they called the play calling appropriately to that in the first half. Second half, Shanahan comes out in like five wide empty set CMCs in the back, lined up at the X and and, you know, Purdy's dropped back into shotgun. I, I just Purdy played a great game, if you ask me. He didn't I, mean, throw, I don't. I don't. I he, have no. He Purdy had to do. Yeah. No, yeah, Purdy, yeah. Purdy played great, and I think the Niners looking forward. There's no concerns about who their quarterback should be. There's no. You don't have to draft anyone. You don't have to pick anybody up. Purdy's the guy. But man, Shanahan did not put him in a good position. They 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 really should have continued just to hammer the ball with CMC. I mean, he had 80 yards rushing, like 90 yards receiving, something something crazy. Like he was borderline unstoppable. Um. But then, I don't know, man. Shanahan, Shanahan it in a way that I didn't expect it. That's my impression of it. Just watching the game. from, I thought the Niners had it. Then it went to OT. All hell proverbially broke loose. I don't know, man. It, it just seemed like another heartbreaking Niners loss from, from my point of view as just a general football fan. Yeah, bro. And I mean, here's the thing, too. It's like, I, I, th- I can't really... I think this is what's tough about, about this loss. Um... I, I can't really say that like Shanahan called a bad game, in my opinion. Like I, I in the think second I, half too. I, in general, yeah. The third he didn't he didn't run nearly enough, and I, and that is what 
opened it up for the Chiefs to start to come back. Now, granted, in the fourth, he was like, I'm fucking up. I'm thinking that they're still going heavy on our run, and now I can kind of slice in some of these, like, screen plays, these little quick little West Coast, like, slant-type joints, these, like, motion back, um, reverse fakes, play action kind of things. I think that's what he was thinking in the third, but then that shit ain't work, and he was like, you know what, I got to go back to the run shit. So he went back to the run shit, and in that fourth, that last touchdown – felt like it was it but then as soon as that extra point missed it was almost like 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 it just took the wind out of it like it, I was so hot like that happened my mom called me and was like celebrating and as she's like talking <laughs> I'm like mom they just missed the extra point <laughs> um and yeah like from that point on I I was like, the defense is going to have to do this. Um, And even here's the thing, too, about Shanahan, is that we were in a bad defensive set on that last drive, and Shanahan called the timeout and was like, hey, yo, Wilkes, um, you know, uh, I don't really like that call. We we got got to do something else, you know. Um, this This ain't happening. Right, and and I appreciate that because that's not something that Shanahan would have done like historically. Um, he would have just let the defensive guy do the defensive guy thing, even if he saw a look and he was like, "Yo, as an offense, I know exactly how to like attack this, so I know that they know how to attack it." Like Shanahan did good. Did he call a great game. No, he obviously didn't call a Super Bowl winning game. You know, so like, but it wasn't it wasn't that San, that Shanahan choke that is always going to be tied to him until he wins one. Um, I know we're going to talk about like the Niners, what's next, but kind of pivoting to Kyle Shanahan and like his legacy. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, yo, yep. like, unfortunately the haters are right. And like, I think Niners, I, I can't talk for all Niners fan. Cause I'm not like the fucking spokesperson for Niner fandom, but how I'm feeling at least is like, well, I guess they're right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we are just we're like a less annoying version of the Cowboys. Like it's it's the like, hey, you look good. Oh, so sweet. Hey, you look good. I'm calling HR. Like that's us and the Cowboys. Like we haven't won in 29 years or 30 years. They haven't won in 29 years. We're less annoying about it. Like we're more so like, hey, we haven't won. We want to win another one, like in this modern era. We keep getting close. Like we'll we'll keep adding pieces. We'll keep trying. Where the Cowboys are like, yo, this year's our fucking year. Like I don't give a fuck. We're going to this shit, right? Like so, we're less annoying. So I think that's why like the Niners don't get cooked. But like realistically, bro, like at this point, and and I'm not like discounting the Montero era, the Steve Young ring, but like. That kind of section of the Niners, the undefeated in the Super Bowl Niners, that's like kind of like our first chapter of a franchise. In our modern chapter of a franchise, we're the Buffalo Bills of that last era. Like the go to the Super Bowl, but take the L. Get to the championship game, but take the L. Like coach can't win the big one. That's who we are now. Um, And that sucks. I would much rather that we would be a a winning team because the thing is I felt like we could have won in that 19 season. I felt like we could have won yesterday 
And it was similar to the fact of like, we played so perfect 98% of the game. And with like Andy Reid, and also to the NFL, I think in general, you got coach, quarterback, that team most likely is going to win. And the thing about the Niners is that for most coaching situations, we're not going to be over coach. Andy has more years in Shanahan. And I think you can kind of see that and feel that with like how they coach. Um, but even then it's not like a coaching mismatch. When we played the chiefs, the quarterback has always been our mismatch. Um, but even then, like, you can't tell me that people are going to say like Patrick Mahomes played like an amazing game and Purdy did it because Purdy, he didn't turn the ball over. Like, you know what I mean? Like they were kind of similar as far as like not really having like massive plays and shit. I think Pat maybe hit like one or two big plays where Purdy didn't. The one that's in my head is where Ayuk didn't continue to, to run the route up into the end zone mm-hmm. like Purdy thought he was right. going to. That was a blown one. Then there's the one to Debo in the end zone. But that one with the Debo, like, I'll be real. Like, I don't know how the fuck Debo was going to catch that ball. Like, Sneed was on him like white on rice. Like, I'm pretty sure that was Sneed. It was either Sneed or the, the guy on the other side. I don't know his name. It was like McDuffie or McDunnie or something like yeah. that. But. That was a good at like where Brock threw it was good because it couldn't have got picked off. Like if he would have tried to underthrow that, like I know the stack guys are gonna be like, yo, if he underthrew that, that could have been pass interference. But it's like, yeah, but that shit also could have got picked off. Like yeah, you know what you I can't mean? Count on that. Yeah, exactly. So I and, don't know. There's also that that one play, Vince, where um, you know I think I thought Chris Jones had a pretty quiet game, but toward the end of the game. I believe there was a missed assignment on the O line. It was yeah. toward the it was in the red zone. You remember that? And then um Ayuk mm-hmm. was wide open, but I mean Chris Jones was just in his face. So he, you yeah. know, Purdy couldn't get that ball to him. It's not his fault, but yeah, I mean, it kind of goes back to what we said about the Niners kind of beating themselves in a lot of ways. And I know CMC today or yesterday said it was a you know a lot of self-inflicted wounds. Um and I mean Shanahan, that's just the third Super Bowl loss. He has you know, he's responsible as the OC of the Falcons for one of the wor- probably the worst Super Bowl choke of all time. And then I don't know, man. It's just Here, here's it, my thing it though. Seems about, so big man, it just seems so winnable yesterday. It, it seems I mean, so attainable. We had that game, man. We had that game. My here's my thing about Shanahan though, is that like no other coordinator wears a L the way that he wears that Atlanta L. Like, I feel like that L on it, you would think that he was the head coach during that Super Bowl, the way it's talked about, like, how Kyle wears that L. Like, Dan Quinn was the head coach. He could have, like, he his defense also choked, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady went off against the defense. Like, granted, you, know what, like you know what Shanahan did? He stopped running the ball. He stopped running the ball. But, you know, he did that shit as Just a like yesterday. Exactly. Just but, like yesterday. Wow. <sighs> Not as bad as yesterday, but yeah, he did get into that again. Yeah. It, it's it's something he got. It's something he got to work through. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The thing is, too, is like it ain't even like Shanahan's old. Like, you know what I mean? Like he he hasn't no, even been not. a coach for ten years. Like this is only like our seventh year with. And now Shanahan. he has a, a a fresh young quarterback now. Like finally, you know, a guy that he like wants, where it's like he processes everything. Can't exactly. make an offspring. Because here's the thing, Brock made a couple off script plays. He had that one where the blitz came and ah, got it to McCaffrey, and that was a big gain. He had that one out to Juice, like you know. So, and like Romo said this during the the I'm not a Romo guy, but <laughs> Romo said this during the broadcast where he was like, 
uh, you see, I think it was like a, a, there was a way that Brock could have like slid in the pocket to like deliver a ball like a little bit better. And Romo was like, Purdy is probably going to make that throw later in his career. He's like, he's good, but he's young. And I was like, yeah, that's the thing too. It's like people talk about Purdy like this is like this was his only chance. It's like, bro, this is his second year in the league. His first year coming in cold and taking over, he got to the NFC Championship. This year, he plays for a full fucking season off of an elbow surgery, and we get to the Super Bowl. Like, I understand though that people being like, yo, like, but. I will get into the Niners' future a little bit, but you know the contract talks is going to start coming, and I don't know. I think I think we're just going to have to be a different team. I think I think Shanahan is going to have to be uncomfortable coaching a little bit um, in this next because I feel like this era of this Niners team, that Super Bowl yesterday was kind of that was it for that window. Not saying that like we're not going to keep Fred and Dre, maybe. You know what I mean? Or like Fred and Bosa end up being like the two defensive guys who like stay their whole career or something. And we keep like maybe Kittle. I can see Kittle taking a hometown discount more than like Debo or IU. So like maybe Kittle rides it out and is like our grown. Kittle did not look good yesterday, man. He had to have come in hurt, right? Yeah, he had a... um, uh, I want to say it was either like a turf toe or like an ankle kind of thing that happened in the nfc championship and so a little bit of his burst wasn't there he still could run run block and that's the thing too it's like just the like you know weird super bowl shit man that's how it is like when it's not your time it's not your time i mean kittle like gets like a stinger or something like with his shoulder he's out for three plays a huge mccaffrey run play breaks off where kittle would have been there blocking and we get a hold and it gets called back like little things like that where it's just like what are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, like it's the end, like the Niners, they play hard. Right. We got a bunch of the yak boys, like, you know, so they're going to, they're going to be banged up. Like they're the type of guys who are trying to make a five yard play, a 15 yard play, a 15 yard play until a touchdown. Right. Like, so, um, I mean, Debo didn't look like stellar either, but he had hamstring shoulder issue. Like Debo been banged up like all season. You know what I mean? Debo, and, yeah, felt underwhelming. Yeah, yeah, he felt underwhelming like yesterday. Ayuk did a little bit too. Jawan Jennings like really carried a lot of the, I feel like the work on his back. But um, yeah. honestly, and I think that's good because like I hate to say this, but Ayuk may be the first piece that isn't gonna be able to stay in San Francisco. Really? Yeah. Contract. Contracts coming up. But, like, I'm pretty sure his contract is coming up. And Dre Greenlaw, his contract is coming up. And I think that Ayuk is awesome. Like, but I I just I just get the feeling that, like, like Purdy's not going to be a highest paid quarterback, you know, but he's going to be – I feel like the NFL is trying to get like a middle class quarterback kind of range, right? Where like you can stick like golf and uh, Russ and um, like Jordan Love, maybe. Um, 
guys like that, like where it's like they're good or they had like a really good season, Baker. Um, but and and they deserve to be paid. They deserve money. But we're not going to give them the whole last bag type of thing. You know what I mean? I, I kind of feel like Purdy is going to be somewhere in there. I agree, but I feel like you don't make it to the Super Bowl and not get paid for it. I don't know. I mean, I think that's going to play a bit of a factor. I don't I think mean, he's going to get top tier money. Hurts' this deal is kind of well. Hurts is kind of like a mid high deal, but yeah, you know, like something like that. I mean, like, I I think Purdy deserves to get paid, and like he almost kind of deserves. They kind of did this with Dak, where it was like, "Yo, we drafted you in the fourth, but you came in here and you played like a second or a first round. Like we're gonna give you a little bit of back pay, so we'll we'll pay you as if you were one, as if you were one." And I think Purdy deserves that because, like, that's my thing too. It's like people can't be sucking off Dak and sucking off Kirk Cousins and then be like, "No, Purdy is trash." Like they're in that same like Purdy, like Kirk, Kirk ain't never got to a Super Bowl, and Purdy has. And Kirk, Kirk has had good teams in, in the Vikings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he got Justin Jefferson. Like, shit, bro, give Purdy Justin Jefferson where he can just throw up 50-50 balls. Like, his numbers would probably be crazy. Like, that's the thing, too, is, like, we don't really have, like, a true number one receiver. We have, like, speed route running kind of guys. Like, Debo's kind of a, a, the ultimate gadget. Like, he's the gadget's gadget. You know what I mean? But and, and even Kittle, like, the best – like tight end numbers and success and everything is like Travis Kelsey, but like Kittle is the best like dual wide receiver. Like he cares so much about blocking almost more than trying to catch passes and put up numbers, which is good. And that's why we're able to like, like have the style of football we have, like that kind of smash mouth, high octane, run it, control the line type of deal. But, um, yeah, I don't like, it'd be sick if we had like a, a Justin Jefferson, like, I don't know, or like a guy like that. Like, I don't know, maybe we'll draft one. We got the 31st pick. It's supposed to be a bunch of wide receivers and shit. I don't know. Like, maybe we'll get one of those guys. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think that we're missing. Or, like, we're missing, like, a sauce gardener. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, we if Hafunga was – that's the thing, too. Hafunga didn't even play that game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we were generally I feel healthy, like, but I don't know. So I feel like, we, like, you know – to your point about Steve Wilkes, you guys didn't even give up a big play. You didn't, you know, you guys did. Listen, man, it just came down to a couple mistakes. That's that's really all it was. Like, I mean, in credit to the Kansas City Chiefs coming out at halftime, um, getting Kelsey more involved. I don't Kelsey pushing Andy Reid and damn near giving the guy a heart attack. I don't know I don't what like that, that was all about. I, that was I don't know. That was that, that was, was weird. And that was weird. yeah, I don't know what that was all about. And you know, I kind of want to get your thoughts on some of the peripheral stuff about. <laughs> about the Super Bowl. I mean, we had yeah, ice yeah, spice in our cool. face every five seconds. Same with Taylor Swift. Same with the. I mean, I I, I thought the halftime show was a pleasant surprise from Usher. I wasn't expecting yeah, that. I'm not gonna lie. I thought Usher went the fuck off, bro. We I thought he did incredible. Man, um, Usher, Usher, I thought the commercials Usher, <laughs> commercials were were pretty garbage for the most part. Um, but was, yeah, I mean, listen, man. Like, I get the Taylor Swift stuff. I get she has her entourage. I don't know what Ice Spice was doing up there. I really like. I don't know. I, I get Taylor Swift being there every five seconds. I, th- I think there was a there was an over under line on her having five and a half appearances on the TV. The was over really? I'm, pretty, I'm pissed. Yeah. I didn't. I'm pissed. I didn't take that or see that. Yeah, sure. I don't know why I thought that she'd only be shown twice and then go away. But no, she was everywhere. 
they had the whole Disney moment after the game where they're kissing, you know, whatever. I'm not mad at any of that, but um, <laughs> I don't know, man. The Disney moment, the the violins, yeah. the romantic, yeah. the romantic backs, <laughs> back music, <laughs> the romantic track. Yeah. Um, um, it, here's my thing um, with the <laughs> with the with the outside kind of stuff. Um, Taylor Swift was shown a lot, but. I will say that it was less than I thought, which I guess really? is bad. Yeah. Um, that's why that I might mean. be because they only showed her after Kelsey had a catch, it seemed like. Yeah. So first half, not too much. Second half, I think the end of the game with like nine catches or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. I, I th- Maybe that's it. You know, it's like, I thought that they were going to like splice her in a whole bunch. When I saw I Spice, I was kind of like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like damn, this is a, a weird. This is a weird mashup. But then I saw, you know, hey, shouts out to Twitter giving you, you know, the the front, back, and side to side all the time. Or not Twitter X. My bad. Sorry, sorry, Elon. Yes. Don't send your shooters X. after me. X. Yeah. Um. So I was on X, and um. I guess I Spice did like some kind of performance at the Super Bowl, like maybe like a pre-show thing, or like she was on one of the stages. So I think she was already like at the Super Bowl, and then it probably was something where like her agent and Taylor's agent know each other or some shit. Now I'm just, now I'm, I'm speculating. Now I'm just in like my fucking people magazine bag. You know what I mean? But, um, I feel like it was probably some shit like that. Like, Oh shit. You know, Vinny chase. Yeah. I know Vinny chase. Me and him work together on woo do woo do woo And then they like yeah. met. And then from that point on, they're chilling in the box. And then Cameron was like, Oh shit. I spice and Taylor Swift. We're getting the black and white demographic demographic double triple mash like we're about to go 10 times platinum on the cutscenes, and then then that yeah that's my story that's my story it probably was some shit like that like i don't really think that taylor swift is fucking with ice spice like that i I don't either and and that's what confuses me vince like i feel like taylor is very image conscious and like ice spice makes a complete different kind of music than taylor swift ice spice doesn't have a good image yeah, I am saying that. You look at any, <laughs> anything in her concert, she's listening. We all know who Ice Spice is. We know why she's famous, right? I just don't think she's a big enough star to organically be in a box suite in the Super Bowl with with Taylor Swift. So she's, I don't know. Kinda, I think there might big, have been bro. some. She, she's kind of big. She's TikTok big for sure. She's like, you know, if you need a 10 second snippet of a song, then hit up Ice Spice for two sentences. But she's definitely not like a, an album person. She's definitely not like um, you know, anything I, long I know, lasting. Bro, I, I feel like she's kind of like um like a cultural figure, like to where it's like she like <laughs> <laughs> like her like her uh talents have like crossed over to like a bunch of things. Like I don't know. Like I feel like if you were if you were in Rayleigh's and you went up to a mom who like had kids that were like 13 range. And you're like, Hey, do you know who I spice is? She'd be like, is that the, the, the girl with the red hair who does the twerking on, on YouTube? You'd be like, yeah, that is her. Her name is yeah. I spice. She'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah. My daughter loves her. My son loves her. Like I think she's, she's like that kind of. Do we have person. a problem with that? Do, then do we have like, like let's not get too deep into this rabbit hole, but like we're talking about <laughs> a, a 10 to 13 year old daughter loving ice spice. Yo, ten to thirteen year old daughters loved 
Britney Spears. They loved Lil' Kim. Britney Spears wasn't doing anything to the level of Ice Spice, dude. Christina Aguilera Dirty went crazy. Like, you know, like, I don't know. Ice Spice is is basically like rap porn to me. Like, that's like, nah, that's a whole different avenue. It's not... It's like more. Is it's you know? I'm not like oh, it's I'm too not, older for me. I'm not like that guy. But like you know, <laughs> you know, like she she takes it a step above like Megan the Stallion, a step above Nicki Minaj. She's not the Queen Bee. Like let's not let's not act like she's not just like a TikTok artist, which isn't bad. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, no, I just no. think it's some industry shit that went down. That's why she was in the box with with Taylor Swift. I think it was it wasn't organic. I think it was some it was weird. Do you, think do you think they'll do a song together? Like Taylor Swift will have like her on like a I don't remix? know. Taylor Swift did a song with Future, so I don't know. You know, it, and Future isn't exactly Taylor Swift's image either. But at the end of the day, it's a business. So like, if Ice Spice is big enough and and she can bring us i don't know man taylor swift doesn't really need new fans at this point she's on top of the world in the entertainment in the entertainment industry the super bowl just catapulted her into a new level so i mean yeah shout, shout, shout out to t swift um I, I can't well here's the thing i used to say that like i can't name a taylor swift song but um my fiance we were talking about taylor swift of course um mm-hmm. And she was like, you don't know Shake It Off? And I was like, Shake It Off? And she sung it. And I was like, I do know Shake It Off. So I do know Shake It Off. Um, Not something that you're going to catch me playing in the whip. Um, But at the very least, it's a song where you're like, I've heard this before. Yeah, it's a song I know. We're like, and I think like that's that's when you're a big artist. When it's like, I don't know Taylor Swift at all. But I'm sure that I know Taylor Swift songs. Like I just I don't know. Like my brain isn't like, oh wow, this is a Taylor, this is a Taylor Swift song, or like, right. oh, this is a, a T Swift song that I like, and I know the words. But like, if somebody was like, yeah, you do, you know this song, and they played it, I could be like, oh yeah, I've heard this song a lot. Right. Oh yeah, I've heard this song right. a lot. Like so, you know, that yeah, star T- power, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that I Spice is in T Swift's like. Uh, stratosphere you know what i mean like like you know i spice maybe maybe just to uh, you know maybe to like teenagers who are on tiktok a lot for sure but i think she's like a young like a youth a youth artist like you know what i mean like i guess like she and it's not like you know she's not really it's a different it's different like you have olivia rodrigo that kind of fills that that gap too where she's like taylor swift for like 16 year olds you know like i don't know i feel like they're, they're all in different segments um, some are more social media driven than than others. Um, yeah, but I don't know, man. I, but she's I, at I the just, Super Bowl, uh, bro. They're together, so she's part of the entourage. You're right. I mean, you're right. She, she probably was with Post Malone was at the Super Bowl too, bro. And Brittany Mahomes made him put on a, a Chiefs jacket. I thought that was actually pretty gangster. I was like, that's that's a good way to, to support your to support your man. You know what I mean? Support your partner. Be like, yo, hey, I feel like, like you're wearing that shit. I feel like the, um, the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? So yeah, to, I think Brittany Mahomes is doing. Yeah, I thought I thought Brittany Mahomes is is doing a, a huge like. I don't know. People couldn't stand her, man. Like people were like like despite like she was just on TV and people got angry about that. But I feel like yeah. people are kind of chill about that now. I don't know. A lot of irrational anger getting flown around when it comes to entertainment and football. Yeah, I think so, bro. I, I don't know. Like, that's why I'm just, you know, I'm taking a section out. Shout out to the wives on both teams. Holding down. That, even you, Taylor. You ain't a wife. You a girlfriend. But, hey, you got to start somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, as my mom says, you don't just wake up and be a wife. You know what I mean? So, um, Smart. 
Shout shouts out to them. Shouts out to T Swift. I don't got anything bad to say about T Swift for the Swifties. They they good people. Shouts out to them. They became football fans this year and have experienced more success than I have being a Niners fan. Born in nineteen ninety one. Shouts out to that Super Bowl in nineteen ninety four when I was three years old without any recollection or ability to be completely plastered for winning. <laughs> so. Um, I think going on from that, like you want to talk a little bit about the other side, the the big guy, Mahomes, his, Mahomes, his, yeah, his legacy. Everybody's calling goat conversation right now, saying he's yeah. better than Joe Montana. He has three rings. Actually, let me let me well, pull up his stats. Let me let me pull up his stats. His, and as his you do career, that, I mean, like, I mean, let me pull it up. You know, I'm hearing attention. a lot of Brady comparisons. Brady has mm-hmm. seven rings, and like let, Brady played for what 22, 23 years at a high level, like his second act and, you know, his second half of his career, arguably more and more impressive than his first half. But I don't know, man. Like I think Mahomes is definitely the best quarterback of, I don't know. I mean, I, I consider Brady a quarterback of our generation too, right? A hundred percent. Yeah, I, absolutely. Like we watched him our whole life. Um, maybe for the newer generation, it could be kind of like, um, you know, maybe, maybe um, Brady's Michael Jordan, and Mahomes is either a LeBron or a Kobe. It could be one of those things where like, you know, like right now as it, as it stands, if his trajectory continues, yeah, he can be a goat. But I heard Troy Aikman say this today. He was like, after I won my third ring, I thought, you know, I didn't think that would be my last one. Not saying Mahomes is, is going to stop now, but Aikman's basically saying like, it stops very suddenly. And then all of a sudden you're not a contender anymore. Obviously, we think that, you know, in my words, I think that Mahomes is going to be a contender. Um, You know, obviously, his team is going to really be a a driving factor behind that, too. But, yeah, I mean, legacy-wise, this was great. Like I said, we're not going to look back and say he barely won these games. He won because, uh, you know, on a punt, the the ball hit off the Niners guy out of nowhere. Or against the Eagles, there was that ridiculous holding call. Or Jimmy G's overthrow. You know, that's not going to come up. It, It might in, like, some niche circles when you're really, like, at a, you know, at the bar and you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is what happened in that game. But when we're talking about legacy, we're talking about rings and accomplishments. Hey man, Mahomes is a winner and he's the closest thing that we have to, to Brady right now in the, in the current national football league. I think we are the football version of the Jordan LeBron guys. Like mm-hmm. the guys who, and and I, I just, I don't know, man. Like, just really quick, like, how did Kobe get dropped from the second place conversation so quickly? And I'm not coming at you, but I feel like in general, it, it just, it automatically went to LeBron being the the second place guy. And, and I heard Shaq come at Stephen A. about this recently, where he's like, you, you know, like you, you talk about Kobe in a way now that he's gone, they didn't talk about him when he was still here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. to think about, man. I don't know, but I, I mean, do agree with look, what you're saying. Let's say, let's save the basketball version of this for for at, for at the end. I want to get back to this. I want I, I want to get back to that to the to the LeBron Kobe Jordan. Yeah, I, I do, I do, I do want to talk about that a little bit. So, all right, before I, before I go in on on the Patrick Mahomes go conversation. So, three time Super Bowl champ, three time Super Bowl MVP, two time MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, two time First Team All Pro. Second team All Pro, six Pro Bowls, two times passing touchdown leader in 2018 and 2022, NFL yards leader in 2022, and the Burt Bell Award in 2018. So that is his NFL. What's the Burt Bell Award? 
Uh, shit, bro, you got me. I just. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, shit. The word is uh, some humanitarian or, shit, or is yeah, it like some the shit like field? that? Yeah, some kind of like yep. Whatever. I mean, dude, those are incredible, incredible stats. It's on there, bro. I mean, like you know, there's it's a, there. It's on his resume. It's not on ours. Jalen Hurts got it. He got it last year. Oh well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a, like like a like like a leadership kind of type type thing. Type, type. All right, that's kind of a fake award, but I mean everything else that you said. That's it's legit, like, that's, right? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like um, so I, I'm, I'm gonna back it up to Brady a little bit, and like so, and I think I'm I'm gonna take this same mindset later on when we have our LeBron Jordan Kobe conversation. But Joe Montana was the number one undisputed GOAT because he was 4-4 four and four in Super Bowls with zero interceptions. Now think about that shit. That's fucking crazy. 4-4. Four and four, zero interceptions? Zero interceptions. Wow. Joe Montana never threw an interception in the Super Bowl. That's, that's, that's a really, really impressive stat. And he won four of them. And three of those four, he was a Super Bowl MVP. The only one he wasn't a Super Bowl MVP was fucking Jerry Rice. The fucking goat, the okay. Mr. Run up and down the hill. I'm only eating vegetables. Do shit the right way. <laughs> grind it out, Mr. Guy. Right. Still, 49ers. Like this man. If you cut Jerry Rice, he's gushing out burgundy and gold. Like this. This man is a 49. He's the most 49er. 49er of all 49ers in 49er history. 49er. So he got the other one. So all right. So that was what Brady was going up against. And correct me if I'm wrong, maybe this was just how Niners fans were looking at it, but it was like Brady can only be better than uh, Joe Montana if, one, he's perfect in Super Bowls and he has better stats than Montana and they equal four. Or he beats them. Now... Brady wasn't really even called the GOAT until he got number five. Like, when he got four, there was, like, some people that were like, nah, that's it. He's the GOAT. He's been to seven. He got four, I think, at that point. Or maybe it was six and he got four. Um, I was like, nah, because Joe got four and he ain't never lost. And he ain't never thrown no interceptions. He was ice cold. He got three Super Bowl MVPs. But then Brady went and fucking won three more, right? And, like, by the time he won five, I was like, nah, Tom Brady's he's, he's the GOAT. He's the best. Um, by the time he got six, I was like, yo, he might be the best, like, sports person ever in seven. I'm like, you know, Tom Brady is a glowing legend. Like, when he goes into the Hall of Fame, like, he almost got to take up two spots damn near. Like, seven Super Bowls is crazy. To Troy Aikman's point, like, when he got his third, he, was, he didn't think that was going to be his last, but it was his last. Now, Mahomes, I'm not saying that he – I think he could be the GOAT without getting eight because eight is kind of absurd. But Mahomes' ratio is good right now. Like he went to, what is it, uh, four Super Bowls, and he has three rings. That's well, a I think rate. only Brady beat him, right? Only Brady beat him in the Super Bowl. I, I think yeah. that's like – that's kind of crazy. He'll probably end up with – like Peyton Manning level of MVPs. I think Peyton Manning has like four or five. Um, 
and he's probably going to end with like Joe Montana, Tom Brady ring. So I think he, I think at that point you got to he he would be the go. And also like I test, like, I don't know, like he has made some crazy ass throws. I'm not going to say that like he did really anything crazy in this Super Bowl, but like people aren't going to bring that up and they shouldn't because nobody brings that up for anybody else. Like, like when you talk about even Joe Montana, right? Like he, he played like shit, like dog shit for a quarter or two, you know what I mean? Or, or a half, but he tightened it up and he fucking got it done. And all that matters is that you tightened it up and you fucking got it done. So that's kind of my thing with, with Pat is like, do I think he's the goat now? No. If he wins one more Super Bowl, ah, just one. If he wins one more, I'd say that he's firmly number two. Because here's the thing too that Mahomes has on his side is that like he's doing all this winning and he's only been in the league for like seven years, only six years as a starter. So like half the time that he's been a starter, they've won the Super Bowl. I think that also gives Patrick Mahomes like some extra mystique that like I think other people like LeBron like don't got because like yeah well I'll save it but yeah that's the thing is like I think I know where you're going and I agree with you about that um you know Mahomes came into the league winning basically yeah and that's the thing too Um, is like he like let's be real about Mahomes in the early years his defense was ass like straight ass so like yeah he had Tyreek and he had Kelsey but he needed Tyreek and Kelsey because the defense was fucking giving up 28 points a game. Right. So they had to score 35, 40, and he did it. Like, and he did it in crazy ass ways too. That like I was like, yo, I ain't never seen nobody do no shit like that. Yeah. I think it, you know, with Mahomes, it really depends on his trajectory from here on out. Like, if we're to assume that this is just his normal, like every February he's gonna be there, then absolutely he's he's gonna be the goat pretty quickly. Yeah. Um but we'll see, man. Football's weird. Teams change. Shit happens. People get hurt. Not saying that I want him to get hurt at all, obviously. But like, you know, like with the, when you're like, if God forbid Kelsey or one of his one number one options go down, then it's not about it's not about Mahomes anymore. It's about the well, team. I mean, yo, so. bro, I mean, Kelsey, he's gonna retire at some point. Like, you know, I, I think Mahomes is gonna have some uncomfortable years too. I think that everybody's just banking on the fact that like he's so talented and he's a good enough quarterback to where, like those uncomfortable years aren't going to like negatively affect his, his legacy. I, I got him number three all time. I'll put him up above like Peyton and like, uh, no disrespect to like Terry Bradshaw, but like those, those kind of air guys, I'm putting him, him above Elway. I'm putting him above Marino. I'm putting him above, uh, my guy, Steve Young. I'm putting him above, um, I mean, shit. Who else? Who else is there? I mean, like everybody you know, except Brady and Joe. Brady right? and Joe. Like, and I think if he wins one more Super Bowl, I got to give it up because, yep. like, um, the thing is, I can't see. Uh, and you called this last last podcast where you were like, it goes hand in hand. Chiefs win, Patrick Mahomes Super Bowl MVP. Right? Um, I can't see them winning an MVP or seeing them win a Super Bowl without him being the Super Bowl MVP. So then he would even he would match Joe in rings, have more league MVPs than Joe and also have more Super Bowl MVPs than Joe. So there's there's no argument. There you go. Like you know what I mean? Like Joe is is Mr. Clutch, right? Like how you you sweep the Super Bowl and you never throw an interception and I think that that holds weight. That's why guys like 
for me anyway, guys like Peyton, guys like Rogers, guys like Marino, guys like um, uh, Breeze, they're legends and shit, but like I'm not putting them above Joe. Like they couldn't do that shit. Let, no, like, get, no way. There as much as he no got, way. let alone as like win them motherfuckers, and then like not throw any interceptions too. Like, y'all the rings alone puts put, puts him above like almost <laughs> all those people. Um, yeah, so they that, weren't great quarterbacks. That's me. I got Pat three. I got Brady, Joe, Pat. That's that's. You know what's funny? We we were watching the game and we thought Butker, the kicker for the Chiefs, could have won Super Bowl MVP and, until the last OT drive. I mean, he was really the only person keeping them in the game. And, you know, we sprinkled on it, obviously, and I was all that like, like, you know, <laughs> man, <laughs> Didn't I, like, out, but it, yeah, like, it yeah, on, on a betting, on a betting tip, bro, like, I lost a third of the money that I deposited yesterday, mm-hmm. um, but it could have been a lot worse if I didn't take all those Chiefs plus three and a half, like, those, those kind of, I went heavier yeah. on the Niners money line, which was bad, it was some fan shit, I think, like, it's crazy because in the moment I wasn't thinking, but like if I wasn't a Niners fan and I wasn't a Chiefs fan, I would have fucking slammed everything I had on Chiefs plus three and a half. And I would have been like, this is the most profitable Super Bowl of all time. Kind of like how like the Rams one was. Like I was I had no stock in that one and I fucking cleaned up on that Super Bowl. The Eagles Super right. Bowl and the Chiefs also cleaned up too because I took Kansas fucking City plus three and a half and I slammed it. But <clears throat> it was not not a good betting Super Bowl for me, but not the worst that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, um, well, I mean, when your when your team is in the Super Bowl, it, it, logic goes out the window and emotions run high, and that's yep. a real dangerous way to to, <laughs> to make wagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not 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 the best. I mean, so we we talked about Mahomes, his legacy, and shit like that. I guess like, what's next for the Niners? Like, in your opinion, I got some shit, but I want to hear you third party like. Not in the Niners in or the Chiefs in the Niners, bro. The Niners? What's next for us, bro? Like, like what? Like, uh, what you got, you got to, yeah, you got to surround Purdy with weapons. That's that's my immediate thought. So I, I get people might leave, but like Kittle, to me, I'm just gonna be honest, man. He seems like he's on his way out. Like I don't know, he had a good kind of a resurgence this year, but I don't know, man. Like it's kind of giving Draymond Green in a weird way to me, man. I don't know if, yeah, if wow. Kittle goes You're somewhere else. I don't know That's how much crazy. he's going to do, bro. He got to chill, bro. He ain't Draymond level, bro. bro. I don't know chill. about Kittle. No way. <laughs> no you guys need way. to trade for Kyle Pitts or something, something like that. You need some Kyle fresh Pitts, blood Pitts, bro. Kyle Pitt, me yeah. and Kyle Pitts got the same number of catches this season, bro. From well, he had me, Arthur like, Smith calling plays <laughs> for me. They found someone worse than Shanahan to take over somehow. Yeah, give me a break. Yo, Arthur Smith couldn't carry Shanahan's fucking iPad, bro. Brother, like get out of here! <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe the Steelers picked up Arthur Smith. I, I that's just hilarious yeah, to me. Out, bro. That's, I can't believe you just said that, bro. Shanahan come up on Arthur Smith like, what the fuck is popping, pussy? Like, what the really talking about, bro? Like Shanahan, hey, come on. Yeah, but you know Smith. what? You know what Arthur Smith can say? The same thing that a homeless guy in San Francisco Cisco can say to, to, to Shanahan? <laughs> what? 28 to 3. Wow. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter what Shanahan has to say, Yo, bro. Dan Quinn, I'm sick of you, bro. Like, you letting Shanahan take all the bullets for that. You were the fucking head coach. You were the head coach. Yeah, it was Dan Quinn now. Where's fuck Dan Quinn? He's in Washington. He's about to blow another twenty eight three lead on a there weekly go, basis. Dude. Like, yeah, there's no expectations for Dan Quinn. You weren't you weren't the son unless he was. You weren't the son of a legendary NFL coach. Like that's it's it's a completely different microscope we're looking at these guys in. But I mean, going back to what you said, 
you got to surround Purdy with weapons. Purdy's fine. He just needs like, you know, keep CMC, obviously. Pray that he stays healthy. Um, Debo, I don't know, bro. Debo is he, he seems like a regular season dar- darling to me a little bit. Like he's pray. bro, you're bugging. You're 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 forgetting about the massive Debo playoff run because we choked in the NFC. Uh, and I'm forgetting about it because of yesterday. I'm forgetting about it because of yesterday. You know, like Debo, yeah. he yeah. he wasn't doing anything. He pulls a hammy in the Super Bowl, bro. Come on, man. Come on, bro. Shut up. Get back in there. There's no tomorrow. As Gilly said, there is no tomorrow, kiddo. Get back in there. Like, (laughs) I don't care if your shoulder hurts. Get back in the game. It's the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) There is no tomorrow. Oh, man. (laughs) Um,. I got Yuchak like played great too yesterday. I'm not even gonna lie. Like, he had that, like <laughs> bro, everybody catch, played. Like, bro, everybody played. Dude, good. Yuchak had the opening catch. I was like, yo, these guys are gonna win. Like that was <laughs> that was a great play. <laughs> yeah, Yuchak was going crazy yesterday. Um, he hurled somebody. <laughs> yeah, that was nuts. I, like yeah, that man. I I don't know, bro. I'm frustrated. This this is this is tough. Like honestly, like I'm kind of mad at me for like answering this question a day after the Super Bowl because <laughs> like the fucking idiot like Madden franchise mode guy in me is like okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna take the thirty first pick. We're gonna take next year's first, and we're gonna take Brandon Ayuk. We're gonna trade him to Minnesota for Justin Jefferson, and then we're gonna run this shit back. Why uh, would you trade Ayuk? Why not Debo? Um, or, or Debo. Or Debo. Yeah, or Because, okay, I mean, you mentioned it before, and I agree. Ayuk has a much better connection with Purdy than Debo does. Yeah. And we're I trying think, to build around Purdy at this point. I just think that, like, the coaching staff fucks with Debo more because he can do more. But me, per, like, me, me, like, me, if you're asking me, Big Van, um, I fuck with Ayuk a little bit better, more than Debo. Because we have Christian McCaffrey now. We don't need Debo to be, like, fucking – Taken the meme guy, like, yeah, I get yeah, what you're saying. He doesn't need to be the jet, yeah. no, not the meme guy, but he doesn't need to be the jet <laughs> sweep, like <laughs> running back toss, running back dri- or wide receiver drive. Like we don't, we don't need that guy, like because I you can run routes and shit. So I'm like, yo, if we like got Justin Jefferson, he could do the screen shit and the reverse shit randomly, like for like trick play shit. But now we got like an explosive guy, 50-50 ball guy. Because we don't got a 50-50 ball guy. Ayuk is a, a route running specialist. Like he's going to like ah, 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 give it to you right there. Like, you know, like at the line and shit, do a crazy like in move, kind of tilt with the head, then boom, break out and shit. And then like boom, catch like the nice little like inseam route, right? Like so – um, I, 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 I want us to keep Ayuk. I just feel like management would be more willing to trade Ayuk than Debo. But like, I think I would, I would move Debo and get like JJ in there or, or uh, Chase. A hey, Chase's deal is coming up. I, I think oh, we'll do yeah. that because Joe Burrow and and him are besties. But um, if yeah. I don't know, I think like I would try to do some crazy shit or like, can we like trade somebody and some picks for like sauce Gardner. Like, I don't know. Like, can we do something? Like, I just, I just feel like we need like a, we kind of our secondary. We need like, we need like what Kansas city got. We need Sneed and McDuffie. Like we don't got that. Like we got Ward and then guys who are good, but we just need another great guy back there. Like our, our, because we got Bosa in the front and Armstead, Armstead, in center, right? And so cool, boom, two solids right there. Next level, Fred, Dre, 
boom, solid. Our secondary, I guess we got Hafunga and Ward. So that's the thing, too. Hafunga got hurt. So I guess we do kind of have two. Because Hafunga was all-pro last year. Ward was all-pro this year. We could say we have an all-pro secondary. But I just feel like our corners are kind of weak. If we had like a sauce or like a sauce-like kind of guy, maybe I, the thing is, Lynch and Shanahan, as much as like we be losing in the championship games, the motherfuckers know how to draft. Like, and they know how to like draft deep. They know how to draft well. I feel like the Niners are going to be good overall, but I'm just sick and fucking tired of losing Super Bowls, bro. Like, can we just win fucking one? Just one. Is Trent Williams coming back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, Trent Williams is going to retire a Niner, and that's, and I think that's honestly fitting. Like, I think like he feels like more of a 49ers player than he ever felt as a Washington player. Um, and like Trent is our team a little bit. Like, I mean, he had some Absolutely. bad penalties yesterday, but like, it doesn't matter. He's, he's our new Joe Staley. Like Joe Staley, like was our team. Like he was like our heartbeat for so long. And like, he was there before Harbaugh got there through the hardball years and then transitioned into the Shanahan years. And I think that's the reason why, like, even with the Niners, right? Like technically in this era, we've only had two Super Bowl losses, but it feels like three because there's been that connection from the hardball to the Shanahan era. Like it yeah. almost feels like Chip never was there. Tom Sula never was there. It feels like we went from hardball to, to Shanahan because even their coaching principles are similar, you know? And, um, yep. Absolutely. Honestly, like, if on some fan fiction shit, on some fucking dweeb dweeb shit, bro, like, if Lynch was the GM at the time working with Harbaugh, we probably would have went back to the Super Bowl and probably, like, got one of the motherfuckers. Now the only way we're going to get a Super Bowl is if we play not against Patrick Mahomes on some McVay shit. Like, McVay got his against the Bengals. So... Like, if the Bills would have went to the Super Bowl yesterday and it was Niners-Bills, we would have fucking won. If it was Niners-Ravens yesterday, I think we would have won. We, we would have put the heat on Lamar. I, I yeah, I'm saying that. it. I'm saying it. We would have fucking beat the Ravens in the Super Bowl. I don't give a fuck about how Christmas looked. We would have uh, did that shit. <laughs> I don't care. You're entitled, to your, you're entitled to that, man. I don't care. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think anybody else besides Patrick Mahomes, we probably would have won yesterday. But and I honestly, I, I could see you guys facing Mahomes again and, and maybe winning. You know, like it was that it was a close game. It wasn't a blowout. It was just oh, you know a couple couple bad bad turns. So, sucks, bro. What so what's next for the Niners? We got the thirty first pick in this draft. We are gonna see what what we do. Maybe we freak that into something. Um, I would like for us to keep Ayuk. Um, we gotta pay Purdy at some point. I'm going to let John Lynch be John Lynch because, honestly, I was surprised that we were able to still pay Bosa what we paid Bosa, still have this team, and he, like, randomly picked up, like, Chase and uh, Gregory, and just, just it was just kind of crazy. So Lynch Lynch knows what he's doing. So I think the Niners, you know, I don't know if this is <clears> – <throat> we probably will get back to another Super Bowl, um, like, you know, NFL soon, so within, like, the next five to ten years. Um, but I don't know if the same pieces will be here. I think Shanahan and Lynch will, will be there. They they got a good relationship with Jed York. It seems like they seem to to, to mesh. You think well. they're going to be there in ten years if they don't make it back to a Super Bowl? 
I think they'll make it back to the Super Bowl in 10 years, so I'm saying they'll be there. It'll be a long 10 years, man. I think we'll win one within the next 10. I think you guys got I th- I don't know. Super Bowl, who knows? I think you guys are definitely going to be like We'll always be you in know, the mix, it, I guess. I'll say Exactly. That. Yeah. I don't You'll know. We'll be in the championship game for sure every year probably. I mean, yeah, like I don't know. Like they're that they're that team. Like 2020 year where we couldn't play in California, we were in Arizona, Bosa got hurt, a whole bunch of people got hurt, like was our only ass year after we had the Super Bowl push. You know, we went yeah. Super Bowl, that shitty 2020 year, NFC Championship, NFC Championship, Super Bowl again. So, hey man, I, th- I think the future's looking bright for you guys. You just got to you know, I mean, you saw the, how the Eagles were the year after a Super Bowl. Let's just let's just oh, yeah, you guys no, bounce back better yeah, than us. No, no, we're gonna have a Super Bowl slump. Like we're probably gonna be like yeah. some wild card and then get dipped in probably the divisional or maybe NFC Championship okay. round. Some shit. All like right, that. well, you know, managing you know. expectations. Yeah, um, <laughs> that that's what I'm feeling next year. I would be shocked yeah. if we like went back and if we went back and lost again, then I'm just jumping off the tower bridge. I don't know. Okay, well, let's definitely hope that like, that's not gonna happen because oh, I think yeah. like for I mean. You know, besides jumping off the Tower Bridge, but like I just don't think that the, the Niners are going to be that bad. Um, <laughs> if okay with you, I want to switch gears to, to basketball for for a moment. Um, yeah, let's go, bro. What's up? I know. So you and I were both on the Drive and Dish NBA podcast a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to Kevin Rafies for having us. We were filling in for his co-host Justin, and yeah. um, boy, I took some flack there. I, I said something about the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> there were comments saying that I should never be back allowed on the podcast ever again. What I said was essentially De'Aaron Fox might not be him in so many words. Now, if we look at last night, I get it. It's Super Bowl Sunday. Who cares about <laughs> basketball? Like people didn't even know the game was on. I knew because I just you know I, because of us, I follow the Kings and yeah. I like the team. I saw Sabonis had another triple double against the uh, was it the Thunder? I think. Yeah. He, yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure he's leading the NBA in triple doubles right now. Just want to say that. Just want to throw that he's, out. He's above Jokic. Yeah. Him and Jokic were tied after we beat the Nuggets. That's so. – hey, man. And, 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 you know, let's let's talk about that game. That was an incredible team effort by the Kings. I was That was that almost put me back in on the Kings. I'm like, okay, hey, they play like this, then they're really, really going to be a, a team to watch for it come playoff time. Now fast forward to, to last night. They lose 127 to 113 to the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road. Um, this team's looking like a play like a play-in team at best at this point. De'Aaron Fox had 15 points. Um, Sabonis 21, 14, and 11. I'm just reading off the stats. Malik Monk had 26. Um, dude, what is go- what's going on with De'Aaron Fox? It, it's 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 gotten to a point where it needs to be addressed and it needs to be asked. I initially thought he was hurt like his labrum or something. He's been nursing an injury for quite a bit. Now I'm thinking it's mental, and I think he really needs this all-star break. But Fox just isn't playing well. I mean, last three games, 15, 15, 12. That's not, that's not acceptable for someone who... 15, 15, 12? 15, 15 points in one game, 15 points in the game before, okay. 12 before that, What's 19 before that, 41 before that. But, I mean, you know, we can keep going. It, it dips a lot. There's a lot of variation. Okay. But, man, for someone who got snubbed, from the all-star team, I would expect a little more from him. Um, and I feel like right now he's the one holding back the Kings. So we can point the finger at Harrison Barnes. He's an easy target. He's so easy to blame. 
We can look at uh, at Lyles or at, at Keegan Murray for not always dropping 20. But De'Aaron Fox is the heartbeat of this team. He needs to pick it up. And I'm not going to back down from that take. I think he needs to really, really step things up, turn things around for Sacramento. That's all I had to say about that, man. I mean, I'm going to look forward to their next game. I'm going to keep my eye on on how the team is as a whole. But when I see Fox, he doesn't drive to the basket anymore. He doesn't attack the elbow. He's not putting up his floaters. He's just jacking up threes. Just jacking up threes and missing them. He's just playing lazy. You tell me, is he hurt? Am I off base? Am I looking at things from a skewed perspective? Or am I just ahead of the curve a little bit? Which one is it? Um, He hasn't been playing well. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. He, he hasn't been playing well. <laughs> he hasn't been playing up to De'Aaron Fox level. Like, I, I will Why say do you that. think that is? Um, I think a few things are kind of going on. I think one, he is playing through some stuff. You know, I mean, like he had the shoulder injury earlier in the season. I think it was the Bucks game on one of the the road trips that they went on. I think he had like a, like a hip injury. Him and Dame kind of clashed. It was during like that that double OT kind of game that, that we mm-hmm. had. With the oh, Bucks. that was a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah I remember that, was, that one. That was crazy. Free throws killed us, right? So, um, Jesus. Fox again, free throws. I mean, yeah. Uh, so I think he is battling through some stuff, and I think that's why he's a little bit – and I don't have any insider information, obviously. Like, I'm not connected. I'm just some fucking guy. But – um. I think he's battling through some stuff injury-wise. Um, I think that's making him a little apprehensive to kind of drive into the lane. Um, but is he playing? Like, here's the thing. If you're playing, you're playing, right? So um, no no excuses. I'm not going to make excuses for him. He's not playing up to the level or the standard that he played last year or even that he played earlier in the season. So I don't think you're off base. I think you where you got in some hot water on D and D was the the Willie Callstein <laughs> um, comparison. But I don't I don't think any Kings fan right now would say that De'Aaron is playing his best ball. I think like everybody is in in agreement with that. That like he's not playing his best ball. Um, the big snub that we have is Sabonis. I mean like as of. February 9th, he was tied with Jokic for the most, but he just got a triple-double yesterday, so he's leading the league in triple-doubles, right? That's like, incredible. So, yeah, it's awesome. Like, I, But here's the thing. I also believe that Fox is going to be a little different after this All-Star break. I think this All-Star break is going to give him a chance to kind of relax a little bit, mend some injuries. I think that the one thing that the Kings did last year that – I feel that they're trying to avoid this year is that we peaked too soon. We like we're really playing our best ball like kind of February, March. By the time April came, it was we were not like gassed, but you know, we started getting really banged up. Every it was that Warrior series was like everything we had. If we would have made it out of that series, we would have got bounced in the second round for sure. Because of just how tired guys were. Like, I mean, they're they're trying to win every single game because we never really won. I think the West is also a little tougher this year than it was last year. I mean, the Wolves went from like kind of bottom feeders in the league, playing kind of team to like number one. OKC okay, made a massive jump. 
the teams that are kind of in the bottom are the savvy vet teams, like, you know, like Lakers, Warriors. Um, the Suns are starting to get it together. Katie came at the trade deadline last year. So I think it's a combination of things. Um, I don't think that Fox is holding the Kings back. I think what's holding the Kings back is the fact that we don't have any defensive presence. We we make shots, we don't stop shots. And I think another thing I told the Kings back is as a team, we are shooting horribly at the free throw line. The charity stripe is not charity for us right now. It's work. And I think that um, is where is, is why the, why the Kings are in the position that they're in right now. Um, I think we'll get out of it. I think we right now, yeah, we do look like a play in team, but I think that we'll look like a play off team post all-star break and we'll get it together i think fox will get it together his his averages will be back up um i think it's just kind of we went through that that tough december january we're on the road a lot um that seven game road trip we ended up five and two which was really good we have like a very small home stand take an l get a dub take another l at okc i think moving forward we'll, we'll, we'll look a little bit better that's awesome that's awesome i i uh, yeah, I love the way you you, you put that, and I, I hope you're right, man. I like I I'm a, I am hard on on Fox for a number of reasons. I mean, obviously, like you know, we're taking bets on these guys too. Like this isn't just like I mean, I'm looking I'm looking for Fox someone to over be mad on at. points. Fox over on three pointers has been a staple in this household. <laughs> um, yes. So and it was a once reliable bet, and it's become unreliable. So it, it it's a drastic shock. Um, but I mean. I don't want him to make it sound like that I'm like rooting for Fox's downfall or the Kings. I don't want them to be a playing team. I want them to be like a, a contender in the West. I think the league's better when the Kings are better because they're so exciting. They're young. It's a great story all around from Coach Brown to Sabonis. I mean, I think he leads the league in rebounds too, let alone triple doubles. Yeah, no, he does. Um, yeah. Yep. When Fox is on, he's on. When Fox and Malik Monk are both on, that's like the most electric basketball on TV. So – We'll yeah, get there. man, I just hope they, they, they get we'll, it together. We'll get That's all. We'll, we'll get there, bro. I guess, like, um, one thing that I want to talk about is, like, you know, football's done now. So what, what, what are you looking forward to? Like, what's next for you, bro, sports-wise, betting-wise? Like, like where, where's your head at? I know where I'm at, but I, I want to see where you're at first before before I go in and, and talk a little bit about, about my, my headspace post-NFL. Mm-hmm. I feel like it hasn't sunk in yet. <laughs> I just can't. I can't believe there's no more football. Um, but immediately, I'm 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 switching my gears and shifting my focus to the NBA and the NHL. And I think in about a month or so, two months, baseball will start to be in swing, which I'm very, very excited about. But we're at the point now, in you know, about to be mid February, where like these games for both hockey and basketball, they're going to matter a lot more. Mm-hmm. These games are going to be really important for playoff seeding. I think teams are going to show that as well. Um, teams are going to play harder. They're going to have it have it together a little more. Some teams maybe will start to get exposed and not not be able to you know live up to those playoff expectations that we that we may have had. Um, and I think maybe next episode would be good to kind of go into like which which teams those are. Right? I don't have anything off the top of my head, but like when you think about like, like, you know, hockey, like the Canes and like the golden Knights and the avalanche, like there's a lot of teams where I'm like, are they real or are they not? The Panthers, they might be another Stanley cup team. I don't know, but it, it's, it's, it's gotten to that interesting point of the season where, uh, it's time for these, these teams to show up. And I think it's probably the best, best time of the year to be a sports fan, honestly, in, in a weird way is right after the super bowl, because you have two leagues 
on at the same time and every game matters. So yeah, I'm looking at hockey and at and at basketball right now. Yeah, and I UFC. Mean, I'm not going to forget about UFC. I mean, I, it's on every Saturday. There haven't been many marquee matchups. I know Dana White still hasn't figured out a main event for UFC 300. He's been talking about that. Man. John Jones is still flirting with the idea of fighting. Um, McGregor was supposed to fight in July against against um, that other juiced out guy. I'm forgetting Michael Chandler. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, like at this point, do I care about McGregor fighting? Not really. Like yeah, he's right. he's kind of a meme yeah, now. He's I, just I like the drunk care. Irish guy on Twitter. So yeah, bro, I, I, don't I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't either. UFC is kind of in a lull right now for me. Um, definitely gonna lock in the hockey a lot more um, post NFL. Um, I honestly, I think I, I bet hockey the best, um, that's probably my most profitable sport. Baseball honestly was really profitable last year for us. I'm excited for baseball. I'm excited for giants. Um, let's see what we do. I think we have one of those unassuming teams that we're known for. So, um, uh, but yeah, pretty much same. I, I definitely want our next, next episode. We got to dedicate at least half of it to the NHL. I feel like there's a lot of NHL storylines, a lot of NHL trades. This, the man, I think this playoffs for the cup is going to, it's going to be electric. I think we're going to have, we're gonna have the Canes in there doing, making some noise. We're going to have Vegas coming back, trying to, trying to get another one. And Vegas really turned up last year. Um, you know, for playoffs because the season I would not have thought they were going to win the cup. And same with Panthers. Like I was like, yeah, Panthers are going to probably get bounced in the first round and they, they make it to the Stanley cup. Like, so definitely got to talk NHL next, next pod for sure. But, um, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, why don't we do a tier list? Well, why don't we do a tier list for for both sports? Let's, let's give the viewers some, some good information to go off of. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. we, We, you know, we'll do that. All right. So next, next one, We'll do do tier list. Let's do an NHL one and do an NBA one. Absolutely, I like that a lot. We'll do both. Um, Great idea. Because yeah, I think we got we got kind of discuss this and kind of figure out where where some of these teams fit. Um, because yeah, this is this is it. This is crunch time. Yep. For, yep. For, for it's both good time to be a fan. I'm gonna throw a little curveball in. Um, I'm kind of intrigued about spring football with the United Football League. Um, <laughs> I kind of want to see. Really? Yeah, well, here's the thing. There's like they got like a TV Is that the deal. XFL thing? No, it's it's so it's the USFL and the XFL combined. Right. The one right. league and now it's the UFL. And um I kind of want to see what it's about. Like I I'm trying to test this theory of if I really like football or if I just like the NFL. I had the same exact thought in my head right now when you said that. Like, because I, I honestly, I don't know. Like, part of me feels like I like football, but part of me feels like I just like the NFL. Because when I watch college football, I'm complaining about the whole time. I'm like, there's no defense being played. What are these play calls? Uh, every a slant is like the most undefeated route of all time. Like, I'm, I'm bitching about it the whole time, right? But it's, it's still football. It's football principles. It's the game of football. It's it's just not NFL football. And so like, I kind of feel like I want to give this springling a try and try to test out the theory. Like, do I, am I actually a football fan or am I an NFL fan? And like, I think I need to figure that out. Um, you know, because if I'm a football fan, I could be missing out on some potential bets. 
you know, could be missing out, right? Like, you know, there might be some random Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama random team in the UFL that is fucking hard nosed running it, and I could be taking some guys over. So you know what I mean? Like, I need to see like what's up. Like, but if I just like the NFL, then I need to like just chill off football and you know just really focus like hard. I'm definitely gonna focus hard on the ice, um, and then also basketball. You know, of course the Kings and shit. So yeah, it's it's funny because like. You're right. There's no shortage of value if you really want to look at it that way. Like you can, yeah. There's a lot of money to be made in that. I tried watching whatever it was last spring. I just couldn't get into it, man. I, I, I feel like as much as I complain about storylines and like pregame outfits, like that's kind of <laughs> what makes the NFL what it is. Like yeah, obviously the 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 uh, the product you're watching is like the best in the world, but like. I can't get into like arena. I never was never able to get into arena football or like CFL. But then when I think to like non UFC MMA, like I, I, I still enjoy that. I still like to watch that. Yeah, not, like it's not sports. UFC. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, yeah. Like I'm not going to follow it, but I can watch it and still appreciate it. When I watch like, I don't know, XFL or USFL. I'm like, dude, what am I watching right now? Like, I, I, you know, I'm not like, I'm not like Franiac. I'm not going to, I'm not like watching high school football games. Like, I don't care about it that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, bro. Dudes like that. Like, yeah, like, like that's true, bro. Like, like he, he loves, he loves football. Like he loves the sport. He loves There's the nothing sport. wrong with that. That's, I don't like, know if I, I love, I don't the love sport, it like bro. he does. I think, I think I'm just an NFL fan. Like, <laughs> I want the Swift. I want the ice spice, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. yeah. That's the thing too, bro. Like, like oh, oh shit, man. What is Christian McCaffrey wearing to the game? Oh man. I'm about, I'm about to take him for two touchdowns. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm about that like still hits like to me like you know I definitely don't think it's like the end all be all or like a really good you know what it is it's it's that residual pro wrestling yeah thing that gets mixed into it 100% storylines everything is pro wrestling (laughs) for next best quote ever yeah ever bro Well, damn, bro. We've been talking for a little bit. I think we kind of like cleaned up this episode. Next episode, we're gonna get we're gonna do tears. We're going to do NHL, NBA tiers. That's what the whole show is going to be about. So I think um, I'm excited for that. I'm going to do a little bit of homework for for that one. Me too. Um, Me too. I'm prepared. It's going to be good too off All-Star Game, I guess. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, let's, let's – I'm excited. Okay, cool. So we'll, we'll do that next episode. Awesome. All right, Sounds well, good. That was good, bro. Hey, hey, always, bro. Appreciate you, uh, you know, hopping on here, listening to me fucking – cry about my team bro and you know shit yeah likewise man (laughs) all right bro it's awesome all right bro i'll see you next week all right take care man have a good day